welcome back to the Calorie Deficit University podcast. I am Alexis. I am the show's host. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we're going to talk about how to successfully do a mini cut. Por qué? But why? Who is mini cut for, Alexis? Um, It's honestly probably not for you. So why would I even share this information? Because contextualizing your reality is how you succeed long-term and stop comparing yourself to other people, or it just might be for you or something you want to try because experimental activities with your you know, journey are a way to spice it up, keep things interesting, and see what your mind and your body are capable um, of. So who is this for? I will say this is for experienced dieters, people who don't have issues with food, um, and who are not lifestyle people. Um, There's nothing wrong with being a lifestyle person, um, but really a a mini cut is for someone who is advanced and wants to quickly shed um, a little bit of fat. They don't have a lot of excess body fat to lose, and they just want to do this quickly so they can not hinder any gym progress with prolonged dieting um, because they have other goals than, than fat loss because they don't have that much to lose. So I share this again with you, my audience. Um, so you know, and understand your own conceptualization of, of yourself, but also what people are doing behind the scenes to get the results that they're getting. Uh, because it's very important to, really contextualize your social media you consume of what someone, the results that they're getting, how they're getting peeled, how they're getting shredded. Okay. Because it's hard. It's, it's hard shit. Honestly, it's not some supplement. It's not, um, even Ozempic. Okay. It's something uh, far harder (laughs) to, to do when someone's getting absolutely peeled. So if someone is shedding more than 10 pounds in six weeks, they are most likely in a advanced extreme mini cut. Um, and so let's talk about the ins and outs and, and things that people do in the mini cut to get those types of results. Okay. Mini cuts, uh, that are extreme usually last only four to six weeks or like four to six days, uh, four to six weeks of the days, right? So, um, you, some people may be mini, like they do the extreme cut for five days and then they do two days at maintenance and then five days, two days of maintenance. I've done that before. And that, you know, is, is a fun way to get results without hindering excessive progress in the gym. Like there are lots of little ways to play around with this. Um, but this does include extremely low calories, like a thousand calorie deficit. So eating a thousand calories less than your maintenance or even more. I will say for me, for women, I don't see that happening a lot, but for men easier to do because their hormones are a little bit different. The way that they can do this is they keep their fats really high um, for satiation, for hormonal function, and they keep their protein excessively high, like 1.5 times their, their weight in body or, um, their body weight to two, like times their body weight, like high, I'm talking like 
200 grams plus of protein a day or more or more or more um, to keep that satiation. Basically like every single, depending on obviously your weight and lean muscle mass, every single pound or every single calorie is either protein or fat basically, or they're getting their fats from their protein sources. Um, and it's not fun. <laughs> the, the secondary thing that they're doing is having only nutrient dense foods. That's it only. Um, so berries, avocados, chicken thighs, beef, potatoes, that's it. That's the diet. That's all they're eating. Nothing else, nothing fun. Like we're talking no creamer, like black coffee, um, no treats. We're like Greek yogurt. We're only like literally every single time they put something in their mouth, it is nutrient dense, high protein fat. That's it. Um, and then the third part of this would be that they're consuming volume foods secondary. So then going into the vegetables, um, and things like that. And then what they do is they deprioritize all filler calorie deficit foods. So it all like the jello, the like low calorie foods that are high volume, they're just not eating those because they literally do not have the caloric room for those things. Um, and again, this is not fun. This is for four weeks only, six weeks only. Um, to keep basically their hunger at bay long enough to cut their fat, body fat down long, like quickly enough and keep satiation high, keep lean muscle mass preserved and also keeping intensity in the gym without feeling like absolute garbage. So the, the thing that this key that is usually missed here is people will just feel immediately like crap. And so they'll suck in the gym and they won't push themselves and they won't get the results that they're really looking for. So you, it's all like a mindset game. The minute you go eat low carb, your brain does this thing that it's like, wow, we have no energy. We hate ourselves. Please don't do anything and just sleep. Like wants to hibernate. Um, that is a frame of mind. And that's toxic. Now that that comes out of my mouth, that's toxic, but it is a frame of mind. Um, you can push yourself in the gym even when you feel low energy. It's not ideal. It's not fun. It's not something I'd like primarily recommend again for the lifestyle person. But this is the advanced, this is the extreme person. Um, so they are doing this all with their diet and pushing themselves to a failure, utter brink of failure every single time they go in to preserve their lean muscle mass to, um, you know, continue to shed body fat. They're doing steady state cardio every single day, like an hour of steady state cardio every day, in addition to an hour of training in the gym. And they're prioritizing their sleep, their hydration and a low cortisol protocol. Okay. Like they are sleeping as much as possible, taking naps when they can, like their whole life revolves around this. They track every little thing, every single morsel, every gram is accounted for, okay? Even the water, the salt, the supplements, they're all tracked, they're all accounted for. And then after they shed the body fat, what they do is they don't reincorporate filler foods, 
right? Or ultra processed foods. All they do is they beef up that current food intake into maintenance for a few weeks until they feel like 100% back to normal, leveled out, watch the scale, like not really change, don't put back on any weight, keep intensity high in the gym or higher because you have more food, so you should feel better. And then they go into whatever is like the next plan, whether that's maintaining, that's going into a building phase, whatever that might be. Um, I will tell you very, 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 very few people can actually be successful at this um, because it's so hard and it has to take up your whole life and every little action that you do revolves around this. Very few people who have like a normal working job do this. The people I see who can do this are bodybuilders or um, students or people who have a job that is flexible enough, like remote work or something where you can change around your schedule that if you need to rest, needed to work out, whatever, you can go do that. Um, yeah, doesn't that sound so fun? So fun. Um, most results that people are looking for either do that, um, and they're starting off from a lean place or, years of going through phases of dieting, phases of maintaining, and phases of building. Both are not like super fun and appealing to the general population. Both are hard. Both require sacrifice. Both require diligence. Both require patience. Um, and both require skills. Um, like personally for me, unless I go into bodybuilding, I will never do like the mini cut deep, deep, uh, thing because I like to have a life and I am a support system for a lot of people as a personal trainer and a coach. I, I am, I have to be, I not only have the food intake of myself on my mind and my training on my mind, I have the food intake and, and training of many, many, many people on my mind all the time. And so I don't have the capacity to do that right now. Now, if I did bodybuilding, I would reduce my clients and I would have the time to solely focus on bodybuilding and shaping and chiseling my physique. But it's not something I'm ready or want to do right now. And why I say ready, it's because it's not the lifestyle that I can be afforded to do right now. But the years, I'm on that. You're on that. You should be on that. It takes years. And doing good and, and diligence with what you can, the resources you have day in and day out as you can do them. And so again, I share all that. I share that perspective to help you see through the rose colored glasses of progress photos and social media so that you can understand what goes on behind the scenes, what level of sacrifice, what level of work, so that you can have more grace for yourself, more empathy for yourself, and hopefully enjoy and embrace the long years and journey of chiseling your body and improving your health as the days go on and not lose sight of that because you see something on social media 
that drags your brain across the the gravel of like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not doing enough. I don't have those results. I can't blah, 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 whatever it may be. Have a little bit of grace and empathy for yourself today um, and get after it. Achieve what you're looking for. Push yourself. You're capable of more and you can do this. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll catch you in the next one. <laughs>